1: Hello and welcome to Geek History Lesson. I'm Jason Justice Inman.
0: And I'm Ashley Victoria Robinson. Welcome to your Mind University because you have stumbled onto the podcast where we take one character, construct, or super team from popular culture and teach you everything you need to know about them in about an hour. But this week, we're doing something for justice. What are we doing, Jason? Well, you
1: see... You know, listeners of this podcast know of Mr. Jeremy Skinner, and Mm -hmm. they know of a podcast that Mr. Jeremy Skinner and I host called Jason and Jeremy John about Justice League. Mm -hmm, It is mm -hmm. on our Patreon. Uh, We are currently halfway through the second season of the Justice League animated series. Um, And, you know, we are trucking right through. We're having a great time. We just did the Justice Lords episode. We did the Eclipso episode. We did all these kind of things. Uh, We're going to have a very interesting conversation about um, you know, the the late, great Kevin Conroy. Yes, yeah, yeah. and And, um, you know, this year, start out 2023, we thought we would share a very special episode of Justice Pod, just in case you haven't listened to it, in case you haven't come over to our Patreon. All the episodes are over at patreon.com slash jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N. And this, this is not an advertisement for the Patreon. No. We just want to say they're all there. There's, uh, there's a lot of episodes over there. There's like, like all the 26 episodes of season one. And now I think there's like, 15 more on top. I was going to say, you
0: have to be closing in on 50. (laughs) Uh, We're getting close. We're getting very close. We're we're,
1: we're trucking into the end of season two very quickly. But we wanted to share this one in terms of 2023 because it's very special because this episode of Jason, Jeremy, and John about Justice League that we're going to share to all the GHL listeners is on episode season two of Justice League, episode one, Eclipse, and we're sharing that. Because we have a very special guest star, and Ashley, I believe you know who that guest star is.
0: I do. It's me. I am guest star. I am guest star on podcasts.
1: You are guest star, like Dexstar or I the am, Red Lanterns. Uh,
0: yes, if I were to be a lantern, Dexstar would be one of the top. Of, in my in my choices
1: of uh, sector seven seven meow
0: yeah sure right. I have no idea but I'm on this Justice Spot episode it's my debut I had to wait an entire season to get on mm-hmm. it's not an easy slot to secure my friends I also will say if you're a little worried
1: that you're like well what I, what if I didn't see Just League what, season one what
0: about continuity Jason
1: it's look every Justice League episode is pretty continuity free. Absolutely. They all start. So this mm-hmm. is a perfect episode. Uh, listen to it all. You're going to really enjoy it. I actually think it's like one of the funniest things we've recorded about uh, Justice League stuff and DC Comics stuff in a long time. It's really, really funny. And if you really enjoy it, then go listen to part two over at Patreon. Mm-hmm. And then you keep on trucking through go, season two. Go listen to the 45 other episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be like 75 episodes past you by the time you get over there. But yeah, patreon.com slash find the episode with Susan John and JW we did. We did yeah. interview Susan Eisenberg on the Patreon. You mm-hmm. can only hear that over there. You can't hear them on the feed. The only thing you hear on the feed is season two, episode one. Eclipse. Eclipse. What? Do you feel like? Uh, do you feel like the Just League podcast has eclipsed geek Lessons? Do I
0: feel like my talent eclipsed you and Jeremy combined on this episode? Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty dirty. <laughs> that's so rude. That's pretty low. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. So uh, let's suit up. Let's uh, raise our uh, our uh, oh, our attitudes because uh, <laughs> they, they were beat down.
0: This is why they didn't have me back because I didn't bring a very
1: super tude to the pod. Our attitudes because they were beat down <laughs> like Darkseid's going to be beat down. Hey, spoilers: Dark Darkseid's in this episode. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Uh,
1: so f- suit up, form a league, and get your butts to the Watchtower and enjoy this episode. Uh, all of you, happy 2023. Uh, enjoy this episode, Jason and Jeremy, John about Justice League, Eclipse part not two part one
0: hi i'm susan
3: eisenberg and i played wonder woman on justice league and you're listening to jason and jeremy jawing about justice league
1: Welcome to Jason and Jeremy John about Justice League. I'm Jason and I'm Jeremy. This is the podcast where two friends who are also nerds talk about each episode of Justice League, the animated series. Now in season two, we give you our thoughts, our insights, lots of nerdy tangents on a cartoon about DC superheroes. Except today, it's not just two friends on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let's back this up. Uh, Jeremy, I need to take two on that, please. Take two. <laughs> Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a very special guest, the co-host of the Geek History Lesson podcast, the people the person that people actually come to that podcast for our special guest is Ashley, Victoria Robinson, Ashley. Hello.
0: And I'm Ashley. (laughs) 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 The visceral response to want to say that along with you is frightening. Tell you what, Ashley episode two,
3: just
1: do it. Jump in there.
0: Great. Amazing. So yeah, (laughs) that's a hundred
1: percent. Ashley, thank you so much for coming. It's, you know, um, we got to talk a little bit. we're We're going to get to some stuff real quick. but we're going to talk to Ashley about the podcast, yeah, the commute was really hard today, yes. And uh, <laughs> but real quick before we get too deep into that, Jeremy, what is today's episode? Today's episode is
3: Twilight part one, aka Twilight of the Gods. We'll talk about that later. It originally aired on July fifth, two thousand and three. Darkseid convinces the League to help him stop Brainiac from destroying his planet of apocalypse. Yes. All
1: right. Now, now we're going to talk to Ashley. Hey, Ashley, how's it going?
0: Hi, good. We we had to do
1: the synopsis. I know the listeners were getting (laughs) mad. (laughs) They're I'm good. a
0: listener. I wasn't mad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this is
1: what I want to talk about. All right. Listeners, you uh, you know, you know, I co-host Geek for Lesson with Ashley Victoria Robinson. It's super awesome. I do to say th- nothing of Jason and Ashley's Excellent Adventures. Yes. It's my
3: favorite Jawin podcast personally. Yeah.
1: And all these old reviews and movie reviews and Marvel movie reviews and Collider videos and all these things. But this is, you know, the first podcast since 2015 that I have done without you. So it's kind of strange. It was Jeremy. uh, There was a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. And, and and I, and we had to, I felt like I was flying without a parachute. Didn't have a parachute. (laughs) Am I your parachute? I'm small. Sort of. (laughs) Jeremy's a different kind of parachute. I actually think that neither one of you would support my body weight and I would die. (laughs) (laughs) You're very tall. (laughs) Um, Ashley. It's so funny. We, when we started Jason and Jeremy and John about justice league, you know, a little bit into it, a couple episodes into it. And I would always go out to Ashley and be like, ah, that's a good one. That's an okay one. No, that's the best one. Mm -hmm. And I remember
0: like you've stopped doing that
2: by the way.
1: (laughs) I get all the updates. But then (laughs) Ashley at one point chimed in and said, oh yeah, I remember that. (laughs) And it immediately dawned to me that Ashley listens to this podcast and I'd never consider that. <laughs> also,
0: I get it for free.
1: <laughs> I knew she listened just
3: because she comments on the Discord sometimes. Yes, that's
1: true. That's true. And because of that fact, ladies and gentlemen, I have prepared a most wonderful surprise. <laughs> is it a new sound effect? It is a brand new sound effect. <laughs> yes,
3: I
0: knew it. Yep. Yep. Oh. I called
1: up my buddy Hans. Zimmer? no 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 hans <laughs> frankenstein
0: okay <laughs> hans <Your> personal <laughs> <right on summer.
1: laughs> hans, uh also is a composer
0: uh-huh, here. uh-huh. like uh, and all, oh no he's a never mind yeah i was know, gonna say hans christian anderson you know Wrong kind of creative you know the show lost <laughs> yes
1: yes well hans worked on found the
0: uh oh, spinoff okay
1: yeah uh so that's spared. the one where Joey moves to Los Angeles, right? Correct, correct.
0: correct. And yeah. not Joey. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Mary's Maris, yes.
2: Oh. <laughs> wow, good pulse.
1: <laughs> he gathered the biggest orchestra he could find. Okay. Which was three people and a puppy. And he put together what I think might be the best sound effect I've ever heard. So here we go. Ashley, this is for you.
0: Oh, wow, I thought you were punking me and I thought you were gonna play the same sound effect.
2: (laughs) That is the same sound effect. No, no,
0: it's not, but no, no, because I mean, um, I thought you were gonna play the Green Lantern Ring sound effect. Oh,
1: (laughs) we only Uh, have, actually, we only have one sound effect. (laughs) What are you talking about? it's (laughs)
0: Wu Show 4.
1: Yeah, Wu Show 4.
0: I know, uh, Ram, shout out to Ram, corrected my meme that I made. <laughs> All right, uh, Ashley, real quick,
1: let's get to your, um, me cute on Justice League. When, um, before watching this episode with me, uh, the other mm-hmm. day, before mm-hmm. in preparation of this podcast, when did you first watch Justice League, the animated series?
0: So I kind of have two answers to this. Would you like the first time I ever watched it or the first time I like sat down to watch the series? I want to hear both.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So the Batman and Justice League cartoons came over a little bit later in Canada. I got them Mm -hmm. in like Batman in '95 and '96. Okay. Um, So for me, Justice League is very much like a hard early mid aughts series. All
2: right.
0: Um, So I was an actual child, and it would come on on Saturday mornings after either Batman the Animated Series or Batman Adventures, but I didn't like most of the characters in the Justice League. Really? Mm -hmm.
1: Why? Do Do you remember why?
0: Because I've talked about this a little bit on Geek History Lesson. When I first started reading comics, I didn't like how big the worlds were. So for a long time for me, DC was only the bat family and marvel was only the x-men i like could not deal with any other mythologies crossing <laughs> over so right. i just didn't like superman and i didn't like wonder woman and i didn't like Marshall Man. so if it was like a batman heavy episode from the beginning i would stick around then wow.
1: only batman
0: well i only liked the batman yeah wow or batman family characters wow. yeah, yeah, yeah and so then uh when i was in university i became friends with these two twins named jamie and john champagne who jason knows mm-hmm. and if you watched the amazon series wayne they're the twins and wayne um they really liked justice league and they had it all on dvd so they made me watch it with them in order for the first time so those are my two stories of how i watched justice league or my meet cutes oh, wow. for justice league
3: I will be very interested to hear your thoughts on Batman's characterization in this
0: episode. Oh, he's specifically. G- you're a real bag of dicks.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, <laughs> guess we didn't have to wait that far. <laughs>
3: it's very that's but it's, you can just point it out every time it happens now. That's right. <laughs> um,
0: but it's very canon for Batman at the time, because this is the height of Super Dick Batman.
3: Yeah, um, in yes. publication history. Yes, yes, it is. So. I, I feel in some ways there's kind of a role reversal between Batman and Superman in this episode.
0: There are. So,
1: mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm gonna, I'll highlight those as they I happen. I might also say that that's probably intentional, but we can I say so. that wow. first. F- p- 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 man, I, I guys season two, uh, Ger- <laughs> coming in season two, take three. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Thank you. Um, so before we get into that main episode. We have to answer what, Ashley? I'm not. I'm not doing all your
0: sound effects for you.
1: <laughs> oh, I wanted her to. Do yeah. do the questions from the Super Friends. <laughs> okay, hang on. Uh, Jeremy, we need to take four. <laughs> all right, take four. Thank you.
0: <laughs> questions from the Super Friends. I
3: love that energy. <laughs>
0: if you blow the first take, you got to come hard. That's right. We got
3: so many questions. It really deserves that energy. I feel like
1: Uh, everybody out there, of course, you know, these questions come from patreon.com slash jawin J W I I N. You know, there's a post we put up there every month and then also at Jason and Jeremy at gmail.com. Jeremy, let's, jump into the back of the cargo netting of the javelin and (laughs) read some of these questions. Absolutely. All right. We're going to start with Diego
3: Nunez. He has two questions. And the first one is a question directly for Ashley.
0: Woo! I'm very special. Wait,
1: wait, wait.
0: The alarms are going off. That's
2: super
1: (laughs) It's a long alarm.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: How long does that sound effect? <laughs> That's your ringtone when you call me. Now is the whoosh effect over and over. By the way, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, absolutely. That's what It's oh. a Text tone, but my phone won't let it be a text tone. But it did let me make it a ringtone. So wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I want a video
0: that. of that call
3: happening. Oh yeah, we can make that happen. Uh, we can we can FaceTime from my computer later and right. then you can call me on
1: the phone. <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
2: mean, uh,
1: all right. Uh so Ashley, mm-hmm. what's your answer? What's your what's your oh, I didn't ask the question. question? I don't know what the
2: question oh, sorry. is. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went on a tangent. Ashley,
1: who is your Justice League slash
3: superhero crush from the show?
0: Oh, that's so funny. Um <laughs> oh jason mesment soundboard again it's Um, fine it's fine (laughs) probably from the show where where Hmm. else
1: oh you mean you have you would have a different answer don't forget you're allowed to say snapper car (laughs) i don't think so
0: how (laughs) dare you
1: (laughs) 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 where do you fall down on snapper car ashley in the just league animated series
0: uh, I actually think he kind of only works in the Justice League animated series. Oh I think he's uh I think he's an okay on no, right, right. here, folks. <laughs> the car works, she said. It. <laughs> <laughs> but only within the context of the animated series. Fair um, enough. Um, I just it. I just meant because um like if you can if, if I was able to consider something like Batman, the animated series, or Batman Beyond, um that those that would change my answer from the regular series. Um, I would say that my crush was probably John Stewart. I think he, solid answer. He is John Stewart one always always hot. And then extra hot cuz he's a good guy. Um but I think he is the most striking in the Bruce Tim House style. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm going to give it to John.
3: I think he gets hotter when he goes Cisco.
0: A hard agree. Absolutely. Like,
3: it works. All right, Jeremy, what's the next question? All right. It's crazy to me that the first couple of episodes this season involve The New Gods, Darkseid, and Brainiac. It feels like the plot of a movie. What are your thoughts on the show having the big, bombastic opening episodes? Do you think it has an adverse effect where the season may have exhausted itself with its big blockbuster ideas, or do you still find them engaging?
1: Interesting. Um, You know, I don't... (sighs) I don't mind the show having big, bombastic opening episodes. I mean, w- w- it's hard to judge it at this point because we only know season one at this point. We don't know season two yet or we don't know season three. So we we basically have to judge this off of the pilot. And of course, the pilot's going to be big and bombastic. I mean, I, I wonder if Diego is sort of hitting on the idea that it's kind of hard to top fighting the biggest, baddest villain of the DC universe in your opener for season two. Like, it's yeah. th- it's like you cannot top Darkseid.
0: It, it gives me big vibes of we didn't think we were maybe going to get this far, ever going to have a season two. And now they've given us a season two. We're doing all of the big, dumb comic book stuff that they wouldn't let us do in season one. Yeah, I
3: think there's an element of that. There is a commentary on part two of this. Um I listened Ooh. to it and they actually talked about that a little bit. Uh it was apparently a pitch from friend of the pod Rich Fogel. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, it's his script for this episode. Um they they kind of got on board with it because they sort of felt like they had done everything that they could do with Darkside and Superman the animated series. Um so that was kind of what sold them on it a little bit.
2: Hmm,
1: interesting.
3: Yeah. Um me personally I I think the big opening episodes work. Uh, and I, I, I can't limit myself on this answer to just looking at season one, like looking in, at the overall scope of the show. I think those work. And I don't think it has an adverse season effect on season two at all. I think there are a couple of really simple, epi- like the next episode, for instance, um, isn't necessarily like a, you know, big cosmic, you know, interstellar event or whatever. It's a like kind of a localized, smaller story and it absolutely works. Uh, this show doesn't necessarily rely on those things. So I feel like it opens and closes with them really well, you know, and then gets to
1: meander in the middle. Nice. All right. Well, Peter Bunner Finch Productions asks Looking towards Just League Unlimited, do you think the series would have been stronger? If there had been a more gradual transition to the JLU-sized league, that's you know the league with like forty people in it, yeah. or do you prefer sticking with a team of seven? I like season, I love season two of Just League, but I am curious what a slower build to JLU could have looked like. Uh, Jeremy, you're the big Justice League Unlimited proponent in the room. What do you think about this? I had something I never thought of, but it's an interesting proposition.
3: Yeah. So I don't think that I want it because I think season 2 works really really well overall for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um I I like the the transition because the the decision to expand the lead happens after crucial events, you know. So I'm I'm sort of okay with that. If if I were going to try to have my cake and eat it too though, I would have introduced some unlimited members in standalone episodes before not have them join the league, but have them, you know, meet and interact with, you know, like give me a green arrow episode in season mm-hmm. two. If I were going to do it, I would do stuff like that. You know? You mean when justice league got good? The, well, I mean, this is when this show got good, but then, I, mean, it, I know I'm the it, joke is after, green, with after unlimited. green arrow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I think it was good before, but it's, it's next level on Unlimited for me.
1: Yes. I I kind of agree with you, Jeremy. I I like the team of seven. They're always my favorites. And that's why I, I, I'm throwing out this prediction right now that I think season two of Just League is going to be my favorite season because I remember it being mm. my favorite season because it is yeah. the seven. And I love the seven. And I like that idea of not a I like a smaller. I like I like the Just League being a strike team. Yeah. You know, they're a league. That seems small to me. You know, what Justice League becomes to me is a battalion. They're okay,
0: good. Mr. Military <laughs> Guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The Justice well, Battalion I mean, is a good title though. Th- I they're think a little it is bit a
3: more thing. like a police force by the time they're unlimited, you know. I mean, you get the sense that they are like actively patrolling the whole yeah. planet all the yeah. time. You know, whereas here in at this stage still,
1: they're dealing with threats as they pop up that mm-hmm. no one else mm-hmm. can handle. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, okay so I wanted to throw this out to both of you that based on Peter Butterfinch's question if you could add one person that is isn't Just League Unlimited or one person that's not in Just League Unlimited to the team in season two with this cast who would you throw on there Ashley
0: mm, that's a hard question booster gold oh interesting why booster gold booster gold makes everything better and he (laughs) okay he's my version of him (laughs) (laughs) he in my opinion is he's my favorite thing about any justice league story ever is booster gold so i'd be like i don't know he looks cool in the costume booster gold (laughs) (laughs) let's have batman yell at someone else for a change (laughs)
2: <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh,
1: Jeremy. Uh, who would you add? You can add one person to the season huh. two cast. Who do you, you get, know, Who do you add?
3: I I think my answer. I, I think I gave this answer to a similar question somewhere in season one. But I really would have liked to have seen this show's version of Cyborg. Mm-hmm.
2: I know this predates oh. him actually
3: being a league member, as far as anyone is concerned. Mm-hmm. But I would. I looking back at it now. I would be
1: interested in that. That is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, see, my pick was going to be Black Canary.
0: Oh, I didn't think about. Black because canary. I want yeah. to add
1: another non-powered member to the team. Mm-hmm. Since it's only Batman. Borderline mm-hmm. Canary Cry. Well, that's true. I'm sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, and I also just wanted to add another woman to the team because mm-hmm. I think there are some Absolutely. episodes in season two um, especially with Hot Girls Betrayal. Excuse me. Sorry. You know, it's coming. Wow.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> Big spoilers then. No. Oh, no,
1: we've talked about it
2: okay. vaguely. Yeah. I yeah, felt, yeah.
3: We're I, all right. I felt really bad there. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 no. Don't, you don't feel bad. I'm I also feel
0: like time. it's one of the top five things people know about this series. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I,
4: 18
3: plus you know what actually send me an email or comment on the discord when you hear this <laughs> have, you, have you seen all of this show or are you doing this for the first time with us let let us know let me get a
1: head count. i would imagine so anyways uh well you don't know how it's gonna happen everybody If you i'm sorry i feel bad about that no no, right. no no, no, no. There, um i just think another woman would add a lot of dimension to the team would give uh it gives you know batman an ally it gives wonder woman ally and uh i just like dina is
0: vanessa marshall the voice of black canary in this
1: i don't know it's um it's uh
3: what's her name Monera baccarin monera how do you pronounce it
0: oh morena Bakarin? yes there we go from
3: firefly Mm -hmm. oh wow i'm 95
1: percent sure on that Interesting. Someone's screaming it in their phone
0: somewhere. Yeah, that's fine.
1: it's fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> um, okay, so our next question comes from Andrew, who says, how do you feel about the way Superman is portrayed in these episodes? This is one of the few times we have ever seen him so full of contempt and how he butts heads with Batman. Now, I don't want to get too far into this because I think we're going to talk about it a lot in the episode. Absolutely. But... You know, it's so funny. My very immediate thought, because I forgot this was a Superman gets angry episode. My <laughs> very first thought was, um, wow. All the people that complain about Superman being angry in Man of Steel and the Snyder films—oh,
0: they're all running! You said it—they're all running to you from across the internet. <laughs> they need all to- the associate producers.
1: This one, this one—he's very angry in this. He is so damn angry in
3: this. He is. yeah. He's kind of what
0: Jeremy was alluding to he, earlier. He's yeah. a
1: smart alecky
3: mother mofo he's sassy he is downright yeah i
1: have a theory for why he is and i but i want to save it um but um i have a i have a theory for why and i if, if i do not um if I do not tell you, if I don't remember to tell you, please ask me why. But I wrote down a reason why I think. He's I, I, think okay. I think it'll come up. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, all right. Uh, Jeremy, uh, what's, he, the next, what's, yeah. so what's the next? Yeah. So we got a question from David A. Skelton here who says, Do you ever notice how many times Wonder Woman loses her lasso or how it seemingly does nothing? Is this another nerf factor, Jeremy? No, it's not. Nerf, nerf. factor.
2: Nerf. Thank you. <laughs>
3: No, that is not a nerf factor. If anything, it is empowered, that lasso, I would say, because it just, in this episode, it gets ripped off of the creature that attacks Wonder Woman. And there's a snapping sound effect, like it breaks and it is just cast to the ground. And they carry Wonder Woman away. And that lasso just reappears on her waist later on, like it's Thor's hammer, except she didn't even have to call it back or anything. So, if anything, they have, greatly increase the power of this lasso, I would think. And they haven't even unlocked it yet. You know, like it can't even do all the things that it will be able to do later. So I kind of think her lasso is a little bit OP. I'll take that explanation. It works yeah. for me.
0: <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. Yeah, I I, my
1: first thought was, does she lose her lasso in this episode?
0: <laughs> she
1: does, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I was going to bring it up, but yeah,
3: that's there it is. You I can tell neither
0: of you has watched Sailor Moon recently. If you think weapons can't just boomerang back. to you <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, <laughs> you said recently. And in my case, you meant ever.
0: Oh, I'm sad for you. I've never seen (laughs) it. I'm sorry. Jason doesn't either, so you can both be wrong. That's right. (laughs) That's right. All right. Let's get to this
1: week in Justice League history. Jeremy, what was going on the week
3: this
0: week?
1: All right.
3: Yes. So it is July 5th, 2003. The number one song in the country at the time was A Miss Independent by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, I I put a clip up if you want to play it because the way we're doing this now, we won't be playing things twice in a row anymore. Oh, because we, we've always uh, we we flipped the second. So if you want to play a clip, up up, feel free.
1: How, remind <laughs> everybody how we're changing up the second season.
3: Yeah, so um, because these episodes all aired back to back on the same night. Um. We have we're doing this week in Justice League history in the first part, and we're doing Star Trek versus Justice League in the second part. That's right. There we go. All right. Uh, I'm trying. I'm getting
1: there, Jeremy. (laughs) It's it's difficult. (laughs) While
3: you're pulling that up, the number one movie in the country at the time was Terminator 3, The Rise of the
1: Machines. I remember I saw that in theaters. I did, too. I did. You know, I thought it was actually the first time I saw it. That was pretty good, you know, but here's something that's also pretty good. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.
3: Remember this song, I remember this song too. Oh boy, I'm gonna remember almost everything that happened in 2003. <laughs> pretty sure.
2: <laughs> all right,
0: sure. Jeremy was like, It's the best year of my life, baby. <laughs> oh no, this
3: is the best year of my life, the one I'm currently having. But
0: oh, <laughs> that's nice,
3: and it's
2: all
1: because of you,
3: the <laughs> listener. <laughs> This podcast is absolutely a part of it, like hundred percent. So, yes, listeners, thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, wow, yeah. I can't wait to learn more about two thousand and three,
3: Jeremy. <laughs> this is my this is my senior year of high school. All right, interesting. Yeah, this, is, this episode aired this summer before my my senior year started. Oh, wow. Wow, And then then this episode is the only one that airs in the summer. So next week or next month, we're going to jump to October. And then this show (laughs) will run uninterrupted (laughs) through the rest of the year. Except for the finale, which will then jump to the summer of 2004. So that's what you have to look forward to in terms of the timeline this season. Jeremy, the way
1: you said that.
0: The way you had that knowledge at the
1: (laughs) ready. (laughs) The way you said that, I somehow thought that this podcast recording that we are recording live somehow was a podcast that I was listening to. (laughs) And then my brain said, then the dial flipped. How is the dial flip on a podcast? (laughs) And somehow I had tuned into some bonkers podcast (laughs) where someone is reading the TV guide listings of (laughs) 2003. (laughs) And I thought I was going out of my mind.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I will say this.
3: I, I have all this knowledge at the ready because when I look at the cast and figure out who we're going to spotlight, I'm trying to pick people where it might be their last appearance and they'll never come back. So I'm mm. looking ahead at what happens, you know, so all right. I. I. I have done some a fair amount of research on this. <laughs>
0: you, you've truly done at least 10 times as much as I did <laughs> based on that sentence alone. <laughs> All
1: right, Jeremy, let's get to the who's who in the D.C.A.U. Oh, yes.
3: All right. So this episode was directed by Dan Reva and it was written by Rich Vogel and Bruce Timm. Uh, Bruce Tim came in and did a last minute pass on the episode. He talks about it in the commentary a little bit, and I will bring that up later as it's relevant. Um. This episode features René Auberjonois as Desaad and as Steppenwolf, Corey Burton as Brainiac and Forager, Michael Dorn as Calabac. There are two Star Trek people in this episode. Michael Ironside as Dark Side. Oh, I kind of never noticed the side side thing. I never thought about that mm-hmm. before right now. Uh, anyway, he's who we're going to spotlight today. Rob Paulson as Light Ray and a uncredited helmsman role. Ron Perlman, Hellboy himself as Orion, and Mitchell Ryan as High Father. And he's who we will spotlight next time. Uh, but before we get into the spotlight, Jason. Yes. Flash and Green Lantern are not present for this episode. We have the rest of the league. So it's time for Where Were They?
2: Oh, I not know. <laughs> I <was a> <laughs> team,
3: that's what that segment's called. We have a new segment? This is a new segment. We've done this all the time. It's new to me. Remember, we try to come up with pitches for what we think Flash and Green Lantern were
1: doing, why they missed this battle. Fair. Should we give it to to our special guest? Oh, yes. Ashley, I would
3: love to hear yours. Flash and Green Lantern. Why are
1: they not in this episode? What are they doing?
0: They don't
3: have to be doing the same thing. They can be doing their own things.
0: I'm going to say because they're on a date and this was the mid 2000s, so they're trying to be DL because it's lame
1: good answer
0: (laughs) (laughs) so they're off smooching somewhere
1: (laughs) i think john stewart is uh running a marathon and i think wally west uh, of course a veterans marathon so he has to be there to raise the money and wally i think um he always watched dawson's creek live and he said (laughs) hell no i'm not coming
0: he is, he really loved Pacey. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. He was a big fan of the WB at the time. Uh, everybody loved Pacey, to yep. be fair. Yep. So,
2: yes.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that Flash was out securing his Lightspeed Bar contract, probably shooting commercials for it that are going to air later. Uh, Green Lantern. I think I'm going to say that Green Lantern is off planet, but he's dealing with something incredibly mundane. Like all of this Dark side Brainiac business happens very, very quickly. Like he shows up in the watchtower. They have a fight and then they go to Apocalypse. So they didn't even bother calling him. He doesn't even realize <laughs> that there's anything major happening. You know, he's just like helping clean up after a flood on some planet. Like it's good work, but it's not terribly exciting.
1: I like how Jeremy thinks a flood is mundane.
3: I mean, it is in the scope of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, well, Green
1: Lantern duties. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's get to the no, spotlight. Punchy punchy. I'm very excited for the spotlight on Michael Iron's side. I can't even get yes. it. I can't even get as close to his voice. My, Mike, Michael Iron. No. Nope. Shut up, you fool. I, I can't do it. Can't do it.
3: It is death. Nope. <laughs> I can't. No, he's that good. Ashley, let's hear your dark side. Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty close, actually. Fair enough.
2: Okay.
3: (laughs) All right. Michael Ironside was born as Frederick Reginald Ironside on February 12th, 1950 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He's a Canadian. We love (laughs) it. Ironside was a successful arm wrestler in his teenage years. What a thing to put in your bio. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no source on that or anything, but yep, yeah, he was successful apparently. His, so.
1: his source is me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and if
1: you want to challenge me on it, I'll arm wrestle you to
3: death. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't even have to be that strong. He could probably just intimidate people with his voice. Yeah, I mean,
0: honestly. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) His initial ambition was to be a writer. At age 15, Michael wrote a play called The Shelter that won first prize in a Canada-wide university contest. He used the prize money to mount a production of this play. Ironside then attended the Ontario College of Art and studied for three years at the Canadian National Film Board. Ironside worked in construction as a roofer prior to embarking on an acting career. So let's talk about his DC roles and then look at his IMDb a little bit here. Um, so Michael Ironside reprises the role of Darkseid in Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and in the Lego DC Super Villains video game. Um, he played General Sam Lane on Smallville. On Smallville.
1: Yeah. Yes. Great choice. Yeah.
3: Um, in like three episodes, I believe. Um, and then he played Lewis Snart, Captain Cold's father, on The Flash. I didn't know oh, about that one. Yeah. yeah. One episode. So fun fact about those two things, the actress Peyton List, and there are two Peyton Lists, and I can't I I can't tell you who was in which one and who was in another one, but look it up. Peyton List played his daughter. In both of those roles, she played Golden Glider on The Flash and played Lucy Lane on Smallville. <laughs> oh, what! So they have That's been father and daughter in two what? different DC productions.
1: That has to be intentional. Isn't that wild? That's, That's amazing. That has to be intentional. Yeah,
3: like The Flash, absolutely did that intentionally. Yes, yeah. I, think, mm. I think is how that went down. Yeah, is like a shout out to Smallville. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was also this isn't a DC role. I'm scrolling through his IMDb to get to the next thing, but he was in Community too
1: um in the uh what do you call it the law and order episode
0: oh yeah yeah
1: we have to talk about this i think because michael ironside is an actor worthy of much song and much story as the vikings would say i would love to say ask everybody what is your favorite michael ironside role or movie because i know mine right off the top of my head what is it what is it starship troopers because he is he shows up at the beginning of the movie as this like very gentle teacher and then as the mo- when the next time you see him in the movie it's like a couple of years have passed the war has gotten bigger and he is on the front and he is like the ultimate like get over the hell you maggots like kind of guy and to me that is the ultimate michael ironside role because mm-hmm. He is a Highlander. Technically, he was in Highlander, too. A quick
3: but right.
1: He's since, since that movie blows, I don't count it. <laughs> so his best role is Starship Troopers doesn't exist.
2: <laughs> I, he's
0: he's dark side to me. Like, mm hmm. You know, yeah. I think he's very talented, but I think that's going to be the first line mm. <laughs> of the eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> you think Darkseid? Yeah. This man was dark side. No, you just got to yeah. say Ironside is. Uh. Uh. Bro, I will write
3: your eulogy, $20. <laughs> uh, that's honestly my answer, to uh, Like, Community, I mentioned, because it is probably my favorite live-action role of his, because he's very good in that episode, and that's one of my favorite episodes of that show. But yeah, he's dark side. Like... I've seen him in a bunch of other things, but like in short bursts, you know, in one episode of stuff. So this has been his biggest role for me.
1: All right. Interesting. OK, so let's move into the mission briefing.
0: <laughs> Why do you
1: laugh? <laughs> Actually, I just laughed.
0: <laughs> I It's the sound effect.
1: <laughs> it's a very famous sound effect. I know. Did you know? Whoosh- uh, it's a award winning sound effect. Yeah. This That's, one won. Yeah. Of all the listeners' Dear chose Woosh 04 <laughs> as the sound effect of the podcast.
0: Could you play me a, a little clip of their speech? Of the Woosh 04 yeah, speech? yeah, yeah. Sure. I heard it was moving.
1: Yes, it's amazing. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going cry again uh. Jesus uh. Oh. Okay I'm sorry wait, let's Z, do this Wait, <laughs> wait. another Woo show 4 is coming up on the stage Wait wait <laughs> oh. oh man the Holly reporter Is going to be talking about this for weeks <laughs> Did that Woo show 4 just slap that other Wusho 4 That Woo show 4 just
0: Woo show 4 Wusho 4 Baby's first deadline article <laughs>
1: Somebody needs to take that Wusho's award away
2: mm. <laughs>
0: You know, I think there's other I think wishes we that could go, go that before. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fair, fair,
1: fair. All right, let's get to that mission briefing. <laughs> yes.
3: Okay, so we open on a space battle, and Steppenwolf is destroy, or being destroyed by a fleet of vessels pursuing them. And he sends a message to Darkseid and lets them know, basically, like, hey, our plan failed. They were waiting for us. It was a trap. And side is just like, uh, cool. Well, take as many of them with you as you can. Thanks for your years of service. And since Steppenwolf off to die,
1: he's killed immediately. We, we, it have it to talk, we have to talk about this because it's so funny in the world we live in now. Um, second time, we're going to be talking about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. You know, Bruce Timm's animation assistant, Zack Snyder, who went on to bigger and better things. Zero and Heinz? No, but we are going to talk about Siren Hines. We're going to talk about that, that now we view Steppenwolf as this like bastion villain of a movie that is very derided. Either way, you even version or you want, Mm -hmm. you you want, you know, whether, you know, which one, whichever one you prefer, but the comic book Steppenwolf is this goofy, Robin Hood looking guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the comic book Steppenwolf. That's what he actually looks like.
2: Yeah,
3: because it's, it's, because it's a new God he's um,
0: design. Yeah. His yeah,
1: It's a Jack Kirby like design. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because he's he's fandrill.
1: Yeah. Because it's a Thor yep. ripoff. Okay, yeah, the new guy's a Thor ripoff. But you that know, makes sense. <laughs> it's funny. Like I remembered. I remembered this being a brainiac episode, and I'd kind of forgotten that this was a fourth world episode. So to get Renee Avgenois back as Desad, um, you know, to get these characters back that we haven't seen since Superman the animated series, um i I was I was really happy like the minute this episode started.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, as it's, soon as it was really
0: world, built it was
1: gonna be great. Sorry, Jeremy. No, no, you're great. you're fine. Uh,
3: I was just gonna say they really start to lean into their continuity again. This yes, like, yeah. Yeah, it's an intentional move on their part. They talked about it on the commentary a little bit. Oh, that they, yes. they, they got away from it. In the first season, because they didn't want to like muddy the waters.
1: But here they were like, no, we did it. Let's do it. Yeah, we've talked about this before, where they said that originally the idea between Bruce, Tim and a bunch of them, they said that they wanted it to be all new villains. And the only pass they gave themselves was the Injustice Gang. That's why Luther only appears in like the Justice Gang episodes. Yeah. But otherwise, I believe it's like a new it's it's all new villains. Um, or villains they hadn't done on the other series. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. yeah, this is our first one. We we not only get one Superman, the animated series villain, we get two of Mm -hmm. Brainiac being in this thing as well, because uh, Brainiac shows up very quickly here. I mean, it basically like, you know, Steppenwolf blows up
0: and Brainiac shows up immediately. I always think about how much um, Brainiac looks, looks like Mr. Freeze. Oh, in this version, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he does. the design, the silhouettes are almost identical.
0: Okay, every time he pops up, I'm like, wait, is that? Oh, no, it's Brainiac. That's right, it's a Superman <laughs> <real> thing. <laughs> um, also, I want to
1: talk a little bit about, um, oh, are we jumping way ahead here, Jeremy? We jumped ahead a little bit. Dark, all
3: right. Brainiac does show up very quickly, but there are some scenes before he does. Um, so after the opening where uh, Orion sends... Uh, Steppenwolf's destroyed ship through a boom tube into a fire pit, which destroys Darkseid's palace. It's pretty radical. We get the opening theme, and then we get a scene of Hawk Girl watching some hawks. Yeah. What in the is, watchtower.
1: What is this? Oh boy, I remember. I was like, what are you? Wa- She's not even from Earth.
0: I know yeah. this <laughs> is literally meaningless. It really implies
1: that she has a sexual attraction to that bird. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm sorry. That's what it says. E-
3: and this is a kid's cartoon. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick that up, but I'm not going to say it's invalid. Well, Jeremy, you don't watch
1: as many bird channels as I do. And I'll tell you that we have a high standard for the content on our bird channels. I, I don't watch a lot of bird channels. I'm slightly familiar with bird law, but that's about it. You, you should. should. You should. You should check it out. It's very calming. Uh, you know, there's a lot of videos the
2: out listeners, there. Listeners, go
0: yeah. ahead and comment what kind of birds you think Jason and Jeremy are. Oh, oh great. I would love to hear it. Sure. I'm not going to know what it means, but I'll take it.
3: Yep. Yep.
1: I know little to nothing about birds. But you love them. Make me something pretty, please. Yes. Yep. Give <laughs> sure. me a pretty bird. Yeah, so hot girl and John Jones. John Jones catches hot girl, basically Mm -hmm. watching Hawking (laughs) Hawkbourne.
0: I mean, to be fair, they they are in a spiral formation, which flocks of birds do Mm. uh, adopt when they're mating. So I guess you're not not wrong.
3: Oh, see, look at look at that! Wow. Wow.
1: But the big thread of this is sort of the B story of the episode, and the big thread of this is that. John Jones is constantly asking hot girl. Hey, but what about home? You miss Mm -hmm. home. Hey, you remember home? Like it's, it's, it's a new scene to just have him go. Hey, 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 have you thought about home yet? You know, (laughs) I've come from a home. What what do you think about your home? He like
0: keeps asking this over and over. You portraying him as like the worst beat cop in the universe (laughs) is very funny. Well, man, technically are cops. So I know. So are green lanterns. Uh, Hey, um, did you, did you use a
1: knife on the guy? You had a knife, right? <laughs> no. Have you seen a knife
3: anywhere? <laughs> I mean, I could try to read your mind maybe, but like, why don't we just talk? Or fly through you and
0: cause you horrific bodily pain and force you to answer yeah. me.
1: I want you to look at this uh, Rorschach test. What are you it? A knife, right? A knife, huh? You see a knife? I think I see a home.
0: <laughs> but that's like his method. Yeah. yeah. This is for children, okay? They are trying to spoil what you already spoiled. They're trying to herald it.
1: I know. They actually do a really good job uh, with sort of like winking at, Mm -hmm. um, I think they say uh, a Zeta beam. She says. So so she doesn't call
3: it. It's a particle beam. Yeah. But it's it's actually supposed to be very intentional to Martian Manhunter's original comic book origin. Oh, where he got. He was accidentally teleported
1: to Earth yeah that's a nice that's a nice wink back to that because yeah it is away and it's like oh it's Martian
3: yes
0: they changed it I love that
3: I think it's great
0: you populated all of the like uh <laughs> sprites of the Justice League animated universe what? as like old women clutching their pearls uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically
4: uh, it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win no purchase necessary. Full by law. 18 plus. Terms
1: and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer. Were subject to additional terms and conditions. Robin Hood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Um, so we go back to I think Brainiac showing up on Apocalypse, right, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Side kills Desaad real quick
3: because Desaad dared to question his actions. Oh, because I that mean, plan honestly, didn't work.
0: Just like kill Desaad because he's the he's the worst. He's yeah. the devil. He sucks. I just also kill. I was so gratified just, that he died. Yeah.
1: Somebody who's not the worst is Calabac.
0: Oh, the, you you yeah. you do the, love the, the beautiful
1: lion beastie boy of Darkseid. and uh, I love in this episode that we get a a slight hint of uh, what Darkside is like to have as a dad. You get some fatherly advice here. Uh, here's a clip of Darkseid giving some amazing a uh, father's take note. Jeremy, you are father. Take <laughs> note. Yeah. Okay. okay. Think about <laughs> saying this to your son. Sure. All right. back has to run a bit. Father, father, did you see? Be still, you fool. I'm not blind. Be still, you fool.
3: I'm not blind. Um, yeah, no, I should totally say that
1: to Flash. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just a little calabac <laughs> is just like, hey, look, I saw the
0: thing. And he's like, just
1: <laughs> shut up. It's basically <laughs> shut up in uh sort of a Shakespearean
0: language. In Fourth World Ian? Yes, which well, yeah. is basically Shakespearean. So. Uh, all right. So what
3: happens next, Jeremy? Yeah. So uh, Brainiac shows up uh, and then we don't
0: know
1: that it's Brainiac yet, but it's Brainiac. Well, how obvious, actually? how obvious do you think this was? Do you think
3: I thought well, it was Mr.
0: It, Freeze? I didn't think it was that obvious. <laughs> I
3: knew what it was. No, I knew what it was. I mean, it's, I, it's the same ship design from Superman, the animated series, just slightly updated.
1: Yeah. So, but let's say like so they're definitely they were assuming that the people that watched the previous shows definitely watched the show. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Okay. Great.
1: I think so. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, cool. Uh, so then we cut back to the watchtower, we we get hot girls uh we should call us the just us league. Yeah. In response mm-hmm. to, you know, Batman's an orphan. Well, I mean, I guess that doesn't actually come up in that
1: scene, but Am I incorrect on that? Was that one of your early pitches for the name of the show? uh I've something heard that somewhere else something
3: along those lines maybe i don't remember i know you wanted to call this the justice dweebs for quite a while i did i what? i still think we it's not too late to change the name <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even
3: though i'm wearing our sweatshirt right now yeah. <laughs> fair fair all right uh so yeah briefly after that alarms start going off a boom tube opens and out walks dark side To ask for help, of course, Superman attacks him immediately before he even has the chance to Wonder Woman and John have to pull Superman off of him because he hit Darkseid so hard that it almost knocked the Watchtower out of orbit.
1: Yeah, which I think is (laughs) is Darkseid on the watch. First off, I love boom tubes. Yes. Yes. Dark side on the Watchtower kinda is makes me when I saw that moment, I was like, sweet Christmas, holy
0: cow. Yeah. Like
1: because you know, I, I see Dark side as ginormous. Yeah. Dark this episode goes to eleven real quick. Dark
0: mm-hmm. side on the Watchtower, by the way, great name for a metal band. Dark Side <laughs> on the Watchtower. <laughs> yeah. That's a free name for anyone who wants it. <laughs> um
1: also I want to point should out. Should tell Hans him. to make that. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Contact him <laughs> on Fiverr. <laughs> I, 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 I have a, I have a phone number. Oh, Hold send up. him a text. I I'm will I'm I'm right now. Humble Jeremy. brag. All
2: right.
1: <laughs> Hans, what's up? <laughs> You've watched the new Grey's Anatomy yet? No, it was bitching.
0: That's a timely reference. By the way,
1: <laughs> I need this new sound effect. Can I have it in three seconds? Thank you. Peace to your mother. <laughs> wow, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's oh, pretty good. a good
3: dude. Yep. Yeah, I hope you're you're paying them what he's worth. Yeah, five dollars. Five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. But um, OK, so we were talking a little bit. Of, this is basically uh, the start of angry Superman. This is Superman. He gets real mad. He yes. gets real mad. Re- you talked about going to 11. Darkseid shows up. Superman's attitude goes up. He gets real mad. And here's my theory for why. He is so mad because you have to have a big explanation for why Superman immediately turns it up to 25 because that's not who Superman is. Yeah. This is Superman reacting to Dan Turpin's death. From Superman, the animated series, because the end of the uh, legacy, su- yep, the Superman animated series is that Darkseid takes control of Superman. Superman pulls a lot of shenanigans and also Dan Turpin dies and they make it like the big loss. Like there's a whole funeral scene where they animated in like Alex Ross and all the people that worked on it. And it's a huge moment. And you think about it, you're. this is the first time that Superman has seen Darkseid yeah. since that moment. And it is to just also show you and, Dan. and Dan Turb is a great character, but it shows you shows you how much Superman cares for him.
3: Well, and it, I think that's definitely a part of it. But not only that, but also he brainwashed Superman and used him like a puppet for a long time to take lives and, you know, destroy Metropolis. Um, So he's got a lot of good reasons to be angry.
0: That's something this. that Jason didn't think they were going to explain uh they he, superman mentions you, it briefly you said it yeah. to me and then batman yelled it at superman like 12 mm. seconds after you said it to me i don't yeah. think it's i don't think they
1: they don't say dan turpin but they they mention they like mentioned friend
0: dies or something they like mentioned the yeah.
1: mind control is yeah. what the, yeah. is what batman mentions
3: and like to be fair batman might not necessarily realize the close relationship that superman had with dan turpin yeah you know.
1: Uh, Jeremy, is this time for your clip, my friend? Yes, ab- absolutely. Play it. You're lying. I destroyed him. Apparently, he is harder to kill than you realized. You know his pattern, Kellel. Once he's finished siphoning the memory banks and technology of my planet, he'll annihilate it. Good. Superman. You can't mean. You may not care what happens to me or my world, but know this. If Brainiac isn't stopped, countless millions more will perish. Think about it.
3: Did you want to hear the whole thing, Jeremy? I'm um, yeah, my, my clip didn't even start until after that. That one was over. Uh, I wanted to hear the Crimea River part. Oh, Batman's yelling at Superman.
1: Oh, I uh, I have no idea where that is. I don't have that
3: time. <laughs> code, so sorry. That's the one that's at nine oh six. Sure. All right. Yep. We're
1: right here. All right. Here we go. Sorry, everybody. You don't know Dark Side like I do. We know he used you, humiliated you, brainwashed you, wound you up like a tin soldier and turned you loose against Earth. Cry me a river. Cry me a river is a
3: statement that we don't usually hear anymore. No, not really. And there's some weird phrases in this episode, too, now that you mention it. Uh, hot Girl says... um, what the devil?
0: At one point,
2: I think I mean, it's maybe not a
3: weird phrase, but it's something you don't necessarily hear that often.
0: I think it's interesting that they went with the abbreviated version of the Crimea River.
3: Crimea River. What no, do you mean the abbreviated seriously. version?
0: Oh, maybe this is just a nasty thing from where I grew up. But we used to say Crimea River, build me a bridge and do me a favor. Jump off.
3: Oh wow! So I was always like, you said cry me a
0: river when you didn't want to like be that nasty to some, like, or your parents were around or something. Oh wow! Yeah. No, I never heard that. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe rough, things are just like... ugly. <laughs> I thought y'all were polite. No, we're better <laughs> at hiding our badness. That's oh, okay. the real
3: truth of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been good at hiding my badness, I guess. <laughs>
0: well, you're American.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and a Scorpio. So.
2: <laughs>
3: and he does that just for you listeners.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. That's what you're here for, right? No, right. probably not. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Batman, uh, really, he goes on for a while after that. And basically, you know, on the off chance that Darkseid isn't lying, they do need to stop Brainiac. So he convinces him to do it. But Superman says that he needs a favor from him. Um, and then we will discover later on that Batman and Wonder Woman go on a side mission for Superman. Um, but before that happens, we cut back to Apocalypse. Brainiac and Darkseid are fighting. Darkseid gets word that the League have agreed to help him. And then they get boom tube directly into the fight. And Superman and Girl go to town.
1: Uh, So let's talk about, um, well, one, I want to talk about, you know, Brainiac kicking old poor Calibac. That's just mean. Uh, That (laughs) that ugly beast boy needs a break. (laughs) He gets crap from his father and now he's getting crap from a robot. What's the deal? It's no fun being Calibac. You know, he has a mighty, he's a really cool mace. Your
3: birthright. With some, like, hoity-toity city in the clouds thing, right? And you get traded away when you're a baby, and it's totally beyond your control. And then your dad is dark side. Like, that's just lame. Any way you slice it, that sucks. I I genuinely feel bad for (laughs) Calabac. Well, Calabac didn't
1: get traded, my friend. That was Orion and Mr. Miracle. I thought it was Calabac. For Orion? No, no, no. It's it's actually Miss, it's Scott Free, Mister Miracle, and Orion. Because Orion's the son of Darkseid, and Scott Free, Mister Miracle, is the son of Highfather, and they trade babies. So now, hi-
3: why does Kalibak look like Highfather?
1: Uh, bad animation. But I no, I always thought that
3: that that was the swap.
1: No, the idea is that actually is that Kalibak is the um bastard son mm-hmm. of Darkseid. Uh, and orion is like and orion is like the pure son of dark side i never knew that yep and because calabac has he's half some alien dc species which
0: is why he kind of looks like a dog
1: yes Mm. yes and because there's that it's a there are other half dark side uh, there are other dark side illegitimate babies out there um grail i think is one of them yes. Fifty Two. Yeah. The, she's the girl uh graven is he's kyle rayner's uh villain mm-hmm. who is that's great stories created by ron mars um there's a bunch of and then there's another daughter i think as well i think so too and so calabac yeah is he's the unclean son as dark uh, as, as,
0: it's your edgar edmund yeah. yep. from lear but orion
1: is like the true heir to the throne but orion is with high father now that's why mr miracle got so good at escaping because he escaped apocalypse See, I learned something today. Yeah. The fourth world is cool. I love the fourth world. And I know Bruce Tim, uh, Carl's Jr.'s favorite son, loves uh, the fourth world as well. So uh-huh. car, uh, excuse me, Bruce, if you're ever, you know, if you're ever at the Carl's Jr., you know, and, uh, you know, in Burbank on Hollywood Way and you want a milkshake and just want to chill out, you know, let me know. I'm around. Right on. All right. Um, maybe you like the fourth world enough
3: where you can convince me by the end of this episode.
2: (laughs) Well, the sad thing, the sad (laughs) thing about it is
1: there aren't many great fourth world books. I know it's, it's another one of these concepts that are so cool. And I don't know if it's ever been executed amazingly. Yeah. Like it
3: seems like it should be cool.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, speaking of the fourth world though. So we cut to wonder woman and Batman coming out of a boom tube. Uh, on New Genesis, and this is where uh, Batman's canonical dislike of boom tubes is established in this moment.
1: Oh, because that's why because he does this wonky like. Whoa. I yeah. love that because I thought I was like, oh, this is great that the one person without superpowers uh, kind of feels sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's like the gag from the Arrowverse that where Diggle always throws up when Barry carries him. I thought that was so clever that he just goes, you know, yeah. Um, it's a good running gag. It is a great, great running gag. Um, interesting. So this is so every time Batman goes through a boom tube from now on, he's like, oh. Well, it's it's not so much that, but in the episode of
3: Batman Beyond, the call, which is kind of the backdoor pilot for the Justice League, kind of mm-hmm. in a weird way, um, they use boom tubes in it, and Batman's like, I never liked boom tubes, mm. and then this is where that actually happens for the first time. He uses one. That's
1: really cool. I like that.
3: That's so, awesome. That's again, a little bit more of
1: them leaning into their own continuity. Well, speaking <coughs> of their own continuity and the continuity of the fourth world, we got to talk about forager bug showing up. Ah, oh, he's so cute. Yes. Uh, I love bug in the new Genesis and anybody out there, if you haven't read uh, bug by Mike Allred, it was a young animal book, I think yes. a couple of years back. It's great. It's really good. And bug forager is the lead character. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, he shows up to save Wonder Woman and Batman from a giant worm monster. Uh, yes. This is where Wonder Woman's lasso fails, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. It's because it doesn't have enough spice. <clears throat> yeah, it hasn't, hasn't been activated yet. No, so. not by the
1: Fremen, no. No.
3: I was like,
0: what kind of
1: spice? <laughs> <Melange>. Paprika? Paprika! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here, I'll say like Scarlet Witch paprikash. <laughs> um, that was pretty good. Thank you. There is
1: There is a... Really funny line in this where Batman goes, I'm gonna need a longer grapple. Yeah, um, Batman's this, got one liners in this. This might be the best Batman joke of all time. I think it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's the pretty, best Batman yeah. joke in terms of the animated series. Excuse me. Yeah, he's not a very jokey character. No,
3: no, because the, yeah. b- the
0: best joke in all of Batman, the animated series, is draw you a bath. And, that's, and that's an algebra, trip. yeah. That's yeah. An yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I know we uh, they meet Orion, of course. We have the uh, I love Orion as well. He's one of my favorite DC characters, and we go back to Apocalypse
3: Superman. Oh, hang on, what? we we skip something though. Okay, So before they get to Orion, they fly up to the city. Oh, and that's correct. Yes. yes. And oh yes, Light Ray comes by. Yes, and buzzes them. And then he slaps Wonder Woman on the ass.
1: This is the moment. Now I remember we were talking about this either on the podcast or before the podcast, where Ashley was like, "There is some moment of sexual abuse, Jason, that you commented on what yeah. happened." And I was like, "Yes, there it is. It was right there." And I could not believe they put that in this episode. They they do not show it, but you hear the sound of the slap.
3: This day, what happened? Yes. There clear Um, as day there's no gross yeah (laughs) (laughs) she should have literally put him through a building (laughs) (laughs) she's like he's worse than the flash and like yeah he is by a hot mile the flash is gross too but he hasn't actively committed sexual assault on anybody that's far. so uh yeah the new gods are kind of jerks a little bit
1: they are. It's because they're gods.
3: I'm gonna have another example in the next episode about it. Hey. So. <laughs> I'll have make a sound
1: effect for that. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Um, but I wanted to go back. So when we go to the apocalypse. There's like you know we're fighting on the side of dark side, and soup dark side calling Superman an idiot is pretty amazing. Uh, yeah There's a lot of he's like you idiot, <laughs> um, and you know we get to the moment where they're all. They're all going up to fight on Dark Side, excuse me, Brainiac Shield, and the plan is Superman is just gonna hold it open while he just yeah. takes a whole blast of Brainiac energy, and they're gonna sneak a missile through. <laughs> That's
0: the plan. <laughs> it's literally like the Spock plan in Wrath of Khan. It's like you don't know. I'll die so you don't have to die. <laughs>
1: It's it just it doesn't it doesn't logistically make any sense to me. And and these are gods. Yeah. Well,
3: Um, I I, there is kind of a reason why it maybe doesn't make sense that we will get to later without spoiling the second episode, I suppose.
1: Oh, yes. So Mm -hmm.
3: we can come back to that. But in the beginning of this scene, though, I do want to point something out. mm -hmm. So Brainiac, the last Superman with electricity, Ray. Right. Through the thing. And Superman. Lies straight through it superman is much more powerful starting now they have mm. de-nerfed superman and this is a good early indication nerf nerf factor, nerf reverse, nerf factor. Nerf.
2: reverse factor <laughs> they
3: talk about it on the commentary it is a conscious decision that they made they feel like they got knocked a lot in the first season they they said people called
1: him super wimp So this is is the attempt to power him up. Yes. So
3: we we saw him get taken down by electricity like nine or 11 times in the first season. And in his own series, he's taken out by this beam. Mm -hmm. Yep, But he glides straight through it this time. He gets electrocuted a lot over the course of these episodes, but it never incapacitates him like it used to. He fights through it every time.
1: Yes. And then, you know, and then basically, I mean, this is pretty much the the end of the episode, basically, because the dark side, excuse me, the Brainiac ship takes off and the Just League chases it into the asteroid belt. And then we see that there is a large asteroid that looks like Brainiac and it throws a tractor beam on the javelin and it drags it in. It's a giant. Brainiac skull. That's kind of basically the end of the episode. It's kind of the best Brainiac skull ship ever. It's my Uh, favorite one of them. Well, yeah, I guess it's supposed to because they don't. Oh, I didn't realize that was his skull ship. I just thought it was an asteroid that he'd built. Well, I mean, I think I think
3: it is. But I just mean, he's had multiple skull shaped ships over the years in
1: comics. And this is my favorite ship of his. All right. Cool. All right. So I think that's enough of this talking about the episode, kids. I think we're going to get into. The cliffhanger corner. Jeremy, what's that?
3: Uh, this is where we rate the cliffhanger, basically on a scale of good to bad. Yes or no? So
0: <laughs> Yes uh, or no? Pretty Ash- flat.
1: Ashley, mm. what do you think about the cliffhanger of this episode? Is it a good cliffhanger or a bad cliffhanger?
0: It's a good cliffhanger, yes. Hard, good. yes. Why? Because any cliffhanger that's basically in the middle of a battle is a pretty good time.
1: Uh, Jeremy... Is this a good
3: cliffhanger or a bad cliffhanger? This one doesn't do it for me. Uh, In fact, I I wrote in my notes, is there a word for this type of cliffhanger that doesn't really, it doesn't up the stakes at all. Like, like, we kind of already know what we're dealing with. Like, we maybe don't realize the scale of it, but like, we sort of realize it at the same time that they do, but it hasn't made the situation that much worse. You know, we were kind of logistically heading towards like Brainiac was going somewhere for a reason, you know. Um, It's it's interesting. And like I said, I love the ship. I love that shot, the reveal of it. But it's not particularly, it's not leaving me hanging off of a cliff. And I wonder how much of this season is going to be that way knowing that the episodes are airing back to back and not having to wait a week in between. That's I'm an interested to look at it through that lens as we do this season.
1: That's an interesting point. I had not considered that they might lower the stakes a bit because they know you're immediately going to see the next mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, they didn't even. That's really air a really good the, point, Jeremy. I didn't. Th- I never thought about that. They didn't even air the credits on the
3: part ones of these episodes. Really? The, the credits for these are the same in part one and part two. They would put the entire cast for both episodes in the
1: part two. And to air them that way. Wow. Yeah, uh, I agree. I kind of agree with Jeremy. I don't think this is a great cliffhanger um, because you I think you, you nailed it, Jeremy. It's it's um, that Brainiac. We already know it's Brainiac. So the fact that it's Brainiac ship, I, th- I don't think is surprising. So yeah. that's where I'm going to go with as a no as well. All right, everybody. Uh, the next episode we'll be covering is twilight part two. Uh, pretty obviously, but it's all good. Uh, and if you want to leave us questions for the next episode, be on a lookout on for a post asking us for questions at patreoncom slash and, uh, Jeremy, where can they find you? Oh, sorry, Ashley, let's start with you. Actually, Jeremy, we talked to you enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ashley, where can they find you on the social medias if they don't know already? They should know, but just in case.
0: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and now TikTok at Ashley B. Robinson. Uh, Come hang out with me on TikTok. I don't understand it.
1: (laughs) Jeremy, where can
3: I find you? Uh, Same here. I don't understand TikTok. I have one, but I don't even (laughs) remember what my username is. I just get on it once a week. So the quickest way to find me is on Venmo at jeremy skinner Eight. I will absolutely see that immediately and reply to your payment with a comment. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. wow all right I'm moving it's expensive that's Did right you know, it's all
2: this
0: good work yes uh, <laughs> no, I'm
3: kidding don't send me money I just thought that was a funny bet
2: yeah. uh, but you send my, money
1: It's Jeremy-Skinner-8 for no, the record no please <laughs> no,
0: please,
2: please. Uh,
1: also listeners uh, you can find me you know everywhere around the internet on Instagram and Twitter at Jawan and all my books at Uh because this is Jeremy's moving. It's a very busy month for him. And uh, I'm actually. Yes, I'm, I was trying to set up a segue. That's what I was doing.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch on. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Jeremy's moving. I'm writing a script. Ashley's starring in a play. We're all kind of busy. So this will be the only episode of Jeremy and Jason John about just League that you see this month. So it'll be this part one in this month and then part two in the next month. So the show doesn't have a good cliffhanger. At least this episode. (laughs) Well, don't. Hey, easy, don't 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 up the bar. Sorry, I'm writing checks. I can't cash necessarily. That is right. That is very, (laughs) very correct. Um, So listeners, you know, uh, hope you go back and listen to some of the older episodes. Go check them out. Go check out Geek History lesson. Go check out some of the other podcasts over at patreoncom slash. And there's plenty of content. I guarantee you, you haven't listened to them all. And
3: also, don't forget to tell us what type of birds we are. Yes, that's right. And then
1: also let us
3: know your history with Justice League in regards to have you already watched this show or are you doing it for the first time with us? I am very interested to hear that from
1: you as well. But I'm pretty certain the bird question is probably going to take you a month. It's gonna take all of you listeners a month do, you, do to some to research answer. like again find a pretty one yeah
3: i i need one with a lot of feathers like don't make me a bird that's gonna make me feel bad about myself mm. that's all
1: i ask yeah i want a bird that can definitely kill a lion <laughs> oh yeah you know what i
3: can i just pick ostrich right now
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, do I make a joke about putting your head in the sand?
3: Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. oh. <laughs> Coming to the quick, that was good. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She's got banter, y'all. <laughs> and she does it for the <laughs>
0: listeners. <All right. laughs> yeah. Look, I'm the only one not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. I, yeah, send those emails to Jason and Jeremy Pod at Gmail. <laughs> there
2: you
1: go. All right, everybody. This is it. Uh, we're giving a going to give I'm going to give a wink to Ashley to hopefully signal that something is coming up and she should uh, use her active listening improv <laughs> skills. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast man we're at season two it's a great time i'm jason and i'm jeremy
0: <laughs> i was trying to do your sound effect <laughs> <laughs> i know and i'm ashley
1: <laughs> hold on hold on just hold on guys i'm sorry i hate to do this <laughs> i hate to do this i'm sorry uh jeremy and ashley i'm gonna need you just to step out of the podcast just for a second just, just okay. make a step out of the podcast just for a second okay 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 all right they're
2: gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys i need you to step out of the podcast please please no we're
3: we're over here we're, okay. we're talking about something yeah talk,
1: talk about olives or something okay okay they're gone i dislike olives
0: me too they're
2: gross
0: yes who are those who are they for People who understand somehow what not is. Hey. I just,
3: hey, that's not me. Hey, I'm, tr- I'm trying to have this. Hold on, sorry. hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. sorry, sorry. All right.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry they hurt your feelings. Whoosh. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't let it bother you. you mean, no, no, you can whoosh with the best of them. I know you can. Okay, you got this. Yeah, I know you I knew your whoosh, father. I knew. I knew him. Yeah, yeah. He'd be proud of you. Yeah, he'd be proud. Don't worry about it. Okay, you got it. You got. it why don't you give them a big whoosh when they come out okay okay all right guys you can come back all right
0: oh hi we're back
1: oh, hi oh wow. hi, whoosh. you sound great today you did it all right everybody thank you so much for listening to jason and jeremy john about justice league i'm jason and i'm jeremy
0: and i know my cue
1: and we have jawed <laughs> enough about justice league